0: It's oh. hallelujah hallelujah what a blessing what a blessing there's nothing that comes close to the presence of god you know being where god is that's one sometimes being where god lovers are sometimes it's being where agents of god are and sometimes it's being where heavenly beings of god are gathered and this evening all these options exist in this service so right where you are i want you to believe that god is coming your way with a beautiful and and awesome word that is going to change your life and your life truly will never be the same again tonight I'm continuing with my exciting series. I'm enjoying so much from backsliding. Um, It's very important to know about this subject. It's very important for you to be constantly aware, you know, that um, you can easily not be going forward in your life. You know, because of the hurry, because of the speed, and because of the boisterous nature of life, few people sit down to assess what they are doing. Because, you know, there's a lot of activity in life. There's a lot of activity. You wake up. It's sometimes even in, in your sleep, there's action. You know, you wake up and there are things to do. And it goes on and on and on and on and on till you go back to bed with more issues than you had when you woke up. So because of the, you know, volume of activities around us, few people ever get to sit down and like what the psalmist said Sela sit down pause reflect on their lives to see if they are going forward or going back not many do that they don't even have the time so a lot of things going on are not advancing. But you will know there are a lot of businesses that if they were to sit down to really assess what they are doing, they would close it. It's far in fact, in fact, there are some businesses that it's more profitable to dash the business. Than to keep it running tomorrow morning. But you won't believe it. People don't sit down to assess their spiritual lives. Yes, I'm a technician. I'm a lawyer. I'm a student. That's okay. But I'm a Christian. I pray. I read my Bible. I have to obey the word of God. And as I look at my life now. As I look at my choices, my decisions, my past, and my present, it looks like I am backsliding. Few Christians do that. So you see them in the churches, singing choruses, singing in choirs, dancing, waving handkerchiefs in the crowds, with the crowds, following the crowds. But if you sit them down to really do an audit of their spirituality, you will come to discover that this person is actually totally far removed from God. But you will never know. That is why this evening I'm excited that God has made it possible for us to meet in the cool of the day. You know, and a very little scripture a little thought here and there to share with you and I know that your life is going to be blessed so I'm back I'm talking about something that could be happening to you I mean you, it could be happening to you but you will not know it till a big surprise has exploded in your life then you discover that hey, not knowing I was not where I thought I was you know, so backsliding is a very very serious condition and God is concerned whether you are advancing spiritually or you are backsliding you know that's why in Jeremiah 7.24, the Bible says, But they hearkened not, nor inclined their ear, but walked in the counsels and in the imagination of their evil hearts, and went backward, and not forward, and went backward, and not forward. Whenever you come to such a place where you even can see that you are going backward, you must thank God. You must thank God. At least you, you, you are seeing something you can do something about. You know. So today I'm sharing with you about the symptoms of backsliding. What are some of the symptoms of backsliding? When a person is losing his great love for God to some earthly consideration, friend, work, money, situation, pleasures, whatever. How do you know? What are the ways to tell that somebody is suffering from this condition called backsliding? Because if spirituality is a state, then backsliding is a disease in that state. It's a disease. Of course, you must be sick. You must be sick spiritually to meet God and not like Him again. And now you like God's enemy. You must be in a condition of mind. It cannot be that you are a normal person. You must be in the condition to have a spiritual, to have had a spiritual father who gave birth to you in the ministry, preached to you, helped you, visited you, prayed for you, and now he means nothing to you. You now write articles about your father. You, something must, it, it cannot be normal. I mean, please, you yourself should be very honest. It, it, can't, it can't be normal. Something has happened. Something has happened. So, the same way, physically, we use symptoms to point to the existence of a disease. Spiritually, also, we use symptoms to point to the existence of a disease called backsliding. Because a doctor will tell you if the doctor can practice forever and never see a liver see a kidney if a doctor is waiting to see the pancreas before he tells somebody that you have got an inflammation of your pancreas then that doctor is a very dangerous person very dangerous i mean you are a doctor and you are waiting to see the common bile duct before you make a diagnosis that somebody's jaundice is obstructive or non obstructive, I, I, I honestly, you should, you should be arrested. You should be arrested. You should be arrested. Really? Really will a doctor have to look into the brain? You want to see the brain before? No, 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 no. That is why long before in fact the department where they see the liver and the brain and the kidney and so on uh, on a daily basis that department is made up of dead bodies yeah because real life even in the hospital real life you will go and go and go and you will never see you will need to use this that that to take a decision that no this 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 triad of symptomatology is a pointer to this disease of the hepatobiliary system yes and i'm talking to somebody that's why we read books we read books on loyalty we read books it's all deep on prayer and so most of these things will help you to to see things before they happen because the day you get to see the real thing happening something must be dead might have been uh, 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 diagnosed as dead so all our lives we learn if you are with your wife you learn to respect signs this means this this and you respect it yes yes you are with your friend, you learn it. That is why people spend their time having knowledge so that when you see a sign or a symptom, it will help you to come to a diagnosis. Otherwise, things go on around you, things will go on around you, and you won't even you know. You will employ a very evil person. How the person talks, you will never know. Like, was it last week or so, I was preaching about honor. I think so, one of these days, uh, I was talking about honor. You wouldn't know if you've not read the, the book on honor. I mean, you, 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 you will not know that as somebody you have brought into your life is about to destroy you. Because the person doesn't even honor. But, but, but you don't know what it means to honor. And because you don't know, a very disloyal and evil person is at the center. You are about to marry her. And because you are sensual and brutish, the hair and the eyes have overtaken your senses. But those who know, Hey, this guy. Even the way he has dressed to my house shows that he's not a quiet person. His appearance reveals something in him. So, symptoms are very important. And I'll say it again. Because true life will never give you the privilege to see the liver. True life will never give you the privilege to see the kidney. You can live your whole life even as a doctor and you will never see the spleen. So anyone who doesn't respect outward signs has set himself up for disasters on end. True life will never give you the opportunity to catch a devil red-handed never that i've seen a few of them devils i've seen some but long before i saw them i had signs and symptoms and i am very happy i respected them i'm very 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 happy i'm very happy i thank god and i still have some around yeah and i i use signs you know this person is dangerous this person is not correct this person is not correct be careful about this person this person is is this this person is like that if you're not if you don't do that you're just going to destroy your life you destroy the things god puts into your hands destroy your life you know um, the bible talks about a type of person that if you give precious things to, they take it. They turn around and tear you yourself apart. They rend you. So tonight, I want to help you yourself to know whether you are backsliding. Yeah. And I'm going straight to the first. Symptom, and that symptom is bad company. Bad company. Anyone who has been a Christian for a little while will not trivialize the value of the type of people a person works with. I mean, if you yourself, you see, I'm preaching this message not for you to go and diagnose somebody, but you yourself. You yourself. Always, the people you are drawn to, the people you are attracted to, The company you keep is a perfect reflection of your own condition. First Corinthians fifteen, verse thirty three, says, Be not deceived. Evil communications corrupt good manners. Let me pleasure you with a few translations. Amplified Bible says, Do not be deceived. Bad company corrupts good morals. New living translations. Don't be fooled by those who say such things. For bad company corrupts good character. The living Bible. Don't be fooled by those who say such things. If you listen to them, you will start acting like them. If you listen to them, you will start acting like them. Ladies and gentlemen, Huh? I, I'm, I want to help you yourself. The friends, the people in your life, yeah, I know they are Christians. I know. I mean, at this stage, if your, peop, your friends are weed smokers, if at this stage, your friends are sexy dancers, well, then we, uh, we are having a bad time tonight. Well, we've gone, we've gone beyond that. In the church! In the church. What type of people do you have around you? What type of company do you keep? In the church. Your problems do not end when you enter the church. In fact, a lot of your problems begin in the church there are many people who will not commit certain sins until they enter the church. If you are not in the church, you will not know about certain sins. Some people think that the world has the wildest sins and evils, but I'm telling you that the church, Christians, what type of people do you move with in the church? And has there been a change Three years ago, you were with people who were into outreaches. Soul winning. You know, you had two friends who used to call you on Saturdays to do outreaches. If you, one evening you came back home, your auntie was very angry. You remember outreaches, people used to call to check on them. How come today all your friends are dancers? All your friends are dancers today. You are backsliding. It, it's, 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 it, you see, there are some um, statements you, we hear in the world. Birds of the same feather flock together. It's true. It will not be in the Bible. But it is true. If you want to know what type of bird you are, look around you and see the the, the, the the feathers of the birds around you. If you are in the church and all your friends are this type of uh, uh, girls who have specialized in having lunches with married men, they may be singing in the choir. But I should tell you, sometimes we can't see our own feathers. Oh. So sometimes you, you can tell your feathers by the feathers of the people in your company. Yes. Yeah. We learned it in school. When I went to Infantium First, uh, uh, Form 1. That's where I learned this one. Birds of the same feather flock together. But we didn't even say it that way. We we said, Ornithological specimen of identical plumage culminate invariably in their own proximity. That's what we learned in school. Yes. Infantium in school, that's what we learned it. Ornithological specimens of identical plumage culminate invariably in their own proximity. Birds of the same feather flock together. Then some school too, they said, birds of the same feathers fly together. <laughs> it depends on your, your school, which is your company you are going to keep. My dear friend, <laughs> be very careful. Be very careful. When you are in the church, and you used to be with people Who loved your pastor? Always around and always helping and always making an input and always supporting. And now the people in the church you relate with are critics of your pastor. It should tell you what is happening to you. You don't need to be a rocket scientist. Something is happening to you. Something is happening to you. You have slowly drifted away from companions who love prayer. So you see that in your in your life now there are not you don't have people who are into prayer. Your Christian friends are critics of founders and pastors. Is that about what you are doing now? How is it possible that you are a pastor and your ministry friends you have your only subject you talk about is some pastor somewhere. I mean, when are you going to sit down and discuss going for outreaches or having a crusade or an online event to win souls? When? You are demon-possessed. Something has taken over your life. How do we know? We know it by your company. Your company. I, I, I should be honest to tell myself that if the people in my life now are people who criticize pastors, who talk about pastors as thieves, who have got this comment to make, this, I should know myself where I'm going. Look, I'm saying to you that hardly will you know the color of your own feathers. You know your feathers by the feathers of the people around you. That's why even in our in our country, some of the dialects they say, "Show me your friend, I'll show your character." It's difficult to know who we are. One sure way, I'm telling you, I, I, I will advise someone right now. Just take a pen and paper, and write down the people you had, you, you, you've had conversations with over the past three days. The content of the conversations. It will tell you what type of person you are. Three days is long enough and short enough for you to remember. Within every church, there are small groups and based on what type of feathers you have, you are in one group or the other. Every church has got groups of people who are into souls. Every church has got people who are into prayers. Every church has got people who are into married men. Every church has got people who are into not going to church. Who appear once a while. And it is important because that company you are keeping is corrupting you. Yeah. That's why they say that, they said, "Do them before they do you." Yeah, cut them off before they cut you off. Because your precious love for God is slowly fading away, till the time comes you are standing in the church as an Antichrist, not in town, not outside the church. You are standing in the church as an Antichrist. You are, you are in the church. Perhaps you, you have a prominent position in the church because we are human beings. There's a way when we see you around for a long time, you smile and all the things, we are happy. And so, we can't, so let's, 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 start. Uh, let's do something for us. Uh, go and clean the whatever, or, or, or organize the choir and so on. Meanwhile, you are a devil inside. I'm saying that your company you are keeping You know, somebody should be listening to me. Because I sense that God is using me to prophesy to somebody who is befriending a critic of the church. Soon, you will not leave the church. You rather have a prominent position in the church. But you are a hater of the church. Today there are people who sit on front rows. Second, third, fourth, front, first rows. Who are arc enemies of the pastor. And it didn't start. Because all of us, all of us, as we go about our work, we are offended, we are hurt, we are excited. We all have opportunities. To change our company. But I pray that God will give you. Mercy. Mercy. In due time. Because once you stand in the church. As an antichrist. Then your. The the automatic. The next thing happening to you. is, Is a severe fall. It's a severe fall. It's a severe fall. Be careful who you fall in love with in the church. Be careful the type of person you go to marry. Your husband can be bad company. Your husband can corrupt your good manners. Your wife can be bad company. Huh. One comment, two comments. Sometimes it's not even a comment. It's it's an innuendo. It's a question. It's a suggestion. Just just a just a whiff of idea, and it sets you thinking. It sets you thinking. Before you know it, the person you once loved. It's now a person you revile. And your love has become torn. Yeah. I don't believe most people who live one church or the other are living normal lives. I don't believe so. Because the church you are in God planted you there. And there's a reason why. There are relationships there. There's a family there. There's a father there. There's a mother there. And the subject of Satan's attacks is these very important relationships that make you. And if you go and join yourself to the wrong elements, the wrong elements, because every church has got what we call the fifth column the enemy within every church including christ church of 12 disciples there will never be a pure church the church i pastor has got enemies with there must be there must be there must be people in that my church who hate my pastor bishop dagwood mills there must be if I'm not prepared, if I'm not ready for that, I'm very immature. There must be people who hate him, who hate the church. There must be members of Lighthouse, the UD, who are in the church, who drive their cars, come to church on Sunday, who don't believe in what we believe in. If I, if, if, if I don't have that mind, then I'm not very developed. I'm not very normal. So, 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 so we prep ourselves. We, we we always ready ourselves because if you don't ready yourself, you will meet them and they will take away your life. You must always be expecting them. Always expecting a expect an intelligent lady who will come with some comments. Expect with a very a, a, expect a very aristocratic young man who will come with some comments. Yes, it's always the same. As you, as as a pastor, I'm preaching. I, 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 I expect haters of me in the congregation I'm preaching in. If I don't, then I'm very immature. So I don't deserve to be, be the pastor of the church. What qualifies you to be the pastor of a church is the belief that there are people in the church who don't, who don't like you. And that's why all the time, okay, your work will be to know. Don't join this. Don't join this. No. This is a good group. This is a good guy. Don't join. Otherwise, you will backslide. You see, once your love for the church goes down, your love for God is going down. Yesterday I saw on Facebook one of the African countries. One of the main pastors of the country. Back time, pastor, you showed him in his church preaching. Today, he's a main traditional worshipper in the same country. He's dressed, dressed in a certain way. It's like he, he's on television uh, discussing uh, Christ versus God in, in, in traditional worship and so on. They are there. You don't know. They are there. That's why it's very important that you are spiritual enough to know who not even have around you. They are there. It's just because you don't know. You know. So, so, so. so the first sign is a company. Bad company. And do not be in the church without believing that they don't exist. A lot of the people you see around who look correct are not correct people. But if you yourself are not correct, you see, you will not know who is not correct. Like I was telling was it last week or so, that where I stay I've been living there for many years. As of today, I don't even know where they sell Indian hemp. But there's a boy who moved to my, to my area just three days ago. He knows seven spots where he can buy the, the highest grade Indian hemp. Because, because you will always be drawn to the things that are in your heart. That's why I have lived there for years and I don't know. What, it's not, it's not in my heart. Watch out to yourself. Be correct so that you don't join bad company. Bad people join bad company. I'll take it again. Bad people join bad company. Rarely will you find a good person who has joined a bad company. Yes. On the specimens of identical plumage will culminate invariably in their own proximity. Birds of the same feather will flock together. The way you are, you join the plumage. <laughs> How you are. We don't need mirrors. We don't need mirrors. Maybe because we are women and need to have you know our eyes and hair so but normally if you want to know how you are looking look at the next person in front of you if you want to know your spiritual temperature look at the person you flow with all the time just give you an idea number two amending looking backwards in Genesis 19 19, verse 17, the Bible says, and it came to pass when we had brought them forth abroad, that He said, "Escape for thy life. Escape." Look not behind thee. Neither stay thou in all the plain. Escape to the mountain, lest thou be consumed. This is the story of Lot, his wife, his family. There was a major problem the town they were in, Sodom and Gomorrah, was about to be destroyed. And God brought an angel. God always sends an angel. Yes, there's nobody who say he, 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 he was never, or he never encountered a messenger of God. No. No. An angel appeared, woke them up, said, come out. And he told them, just escape to the mountains. But one of the key instructions he gave them was, that don't look back. Don't look back. Lest that be consumed. I'm sure we know, even Jesus Christ, Came to preach this message, he said, "We should remember who Lot's wife." Hmm. My dear friend, look, huh? I I, I I I just don't know how to even start this point. Look, concentrate on what is ahead and move on. Move on. Move on. Looking back is one of the major causes of accidents of your soul. You see, when a person is driving, every driver Has two glasses in front of him. Two glasses. One is a very big one. And one is a very small one. That should tell you the big one is the windscreen, it's a glass. You can't spend your time on the road looking in the rear view mirror. You can't. And ladies and gentlemen, as we walk with God, hey, listen to me. There will be experiences that will let you miss your former boyfriend. There will be experiences that will let you miss your former this. Your, everybody has a former something. Yes, But what we decide is that Hey, I'm here today I better concentrate and keep moving on Because our past experiences Have a way of destroying our faith Good or bad Good or bad You will never In your walk with God Always have nice experiences Great experiences Blessings and all the things that are exciting It's not like that it's not like that. The people of Israel, as they walked with God, uh, with, with Moses, Moses brought them out from Egypt, from, from, from what is the name of the place? Egypt, with the cities, the Ramses and Peter. What was the next uh, play? Wilderness. Everybody on your journey, there'll be wilderness marriage, wilderness experience, wilderness health. Wilderness domestic experience, wilderness business, wilderness finances. But you don't say that because you are in your wilderness, you should go back to eat garlic. And by the way, great experiences are not necessarily God's experiences. Ah, then, 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 we should all go back to the boys who were smooching us. We should all go back to the married men who were, who, 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 who were roasting us on Saturday afternoons f- for money. The fact that you were in some married man's arms, that's not, you should have sense and know that no, there was money then. There's no money now. But this life is a better life than the life in the arms of that man. There are people like that. A little present predicament. Then they turn their back looking behind them. Always. That's why people can make references to where they used to work. That if I was working here, this the amount I'll be having. If I was working here, not go back. If it's live hell, go there. So there are people... When you are with them you always have to make sure that their experiences are always good. Because they are lot wives. They are lot wives. They are lot wives. Never happy with today. You must make sure nothing happens today that looks like a bad experience. They will compare today with three years ago. They'll compare the shoes they don't have today to three years ago when they were wearing shoes. They will not mention the we smoking they were smoking as they were wearing shoes. Today I want to tell you, we don't walk with God that way. You backslide when you look back. You backslide when you look back. There will always be something in your background, something in your past, something that is nice. Everybody will have something that is nice. Because walking with God does not mean that it's always going to be great and nice. And so, No, eventually, the journey will be worth it. Eventually, we will look back and tell the story of how we overcame. Oh yes, by and by, we will look back and tell the story of how we won great victories. But until that time, there will be sadness, there will be disappointment, there will be unhappiness, there will be excitement, there will be fulfillment, and all of it, they are a part of the experience. Beware of any girl who will easily... I I, I, I met a wife like that. At least I know of one. Who would have issues with her husband and, and, and talk about the boyfriend she had before she met the husband? I'm not too old, but I've met one. You must be very worried. When you meet people who always talk about the leeks and the garlic and the cucumbers and the nice experiences, even though they were being beaten and murdered by the day, But there is something in an evil man that will always block such memories and always describe garlic. So when you listen to them, you may think that garlic was eaten in in an atmosphere of freedom. Today, I, I think that I would like to let these two points be enough. Next week, God willing, I'm going to talk about overconfidence. Because that's, that's a special one. That one, I, I need time because it will take me into Lucifer and pride and arrogance and, 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 and I, I have to model how they work. And talk about the look of pride. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very big subject. So I want to leave it now. But I just want you to know today that you can't say, it just happened. I don't even know how I stopped church. I don't know how I stopped reading my Bible. I can't believe that today I'm the one who has backslidden. No! There were symptoms. only that you were not knowledgeable enough or you trivialized the symptoms my dear friend they are there the big ones i've given you tonight bad company bad company not in town i'm not talking about nightclub clubbers and homosexuals and in town They are in the church. They are clubbers in the church. They are homosexuals in the church. Your pastor, your pastor, yes, your pastor, the people who hate him are not in Aledura. They are not in Central, they don't even know him. They are in your church. You spoke to two of them three days ago. The haters of your pastor. Always be ready to believe that there is a clique of demon anointed Satan anointed Christians within the church who are who who play an important role of making sure you never fly off Into true spirituality. For as long as you are in their lives, for as long as they are around you, they keep you hovering round and round in circles. Always go, come, go, come. That's about the Bible says in Ephesians four, being tossed to and fro. You never go. You never saw. To, fro, forward, backwards. You will never say forward ever. Upwards, fly never forward backward forward it's always children children who hop not with unspiritual people people who don't read their bibles who don't have bibles who don't value the word of god people who don't who are not even excited about an opportunity to obey the word of god in luke 10 the disciples when they came out they were excited that they had obeyed the scriptures but there are people like that. Such things are not on their minds. You will never hear them talk about something, a challenge they overcame, a temptation they overcame, something difficult. No, 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 no. I mean, it's not a language they use. All their talk is carnality on spirituality and about the church and all the pastor has done and this and that and, and they are there. You, I, I used to think that people like that leave the church. Oh, they, uh, most of them will never leave the church. I know, personally, people like that. They will never leave their church. But you will never hear them hailing the church. Let there be something that puts the church in a bad light in the, in the, in the, in the, in the media that they'll be the first to bring it up. Always somebody has to explain to them. They are babies. Somebody has to explain to them why there are churches going through there. Going through what they are going through. I pray for you today that you will rise and mature. Not to be simplistic in your assessment and the worldview of the church members around you. But you know that some of them are there to guarantee your fall. They are needed there. And your responsibility is to navigate your way through. May God keep you. May God preserve you. I say may God preserve you. I pray for you that no experience will let you look back. The good, the bad, the ugly. But you always thank God for today. Yes, we bless him for the yesterdays. We bless him for the experiences we've had. But today is the best day of our lives so far. And we are moving ahead. There's always a place ahead. There's always something we are looking forward to. There's always, like like Paul said, like Christ. The joy that was set before him, in front of him. No matter the past. Who talked? Who, who told you that Christ didn't have things in the past? He was from heaven. He had glory before he came down. What do you think he came from? He sat in glory. But the Bible says, who for the joy that was set before him. No matter what is in your past, there can be something ahead of you to focus on. I said, no matter the exciting uh, experiences, the great, we thank God for them, but I tell you that there is something also in front of you. Focus on it. Focus on it. Keep your eyes on it. Let today's difficulties help you to keep even a clearer view of what is ahead of yes. Like a pilgrim. I'm 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 on a journey and a day will come. A day will come. I'll hear the Lord say, Well done, good and faithful servant. Yes, it will not be nice today. I may be broke today. My birth has died today. But I am looking for it. Nobody walks with God and has all of it good and nice and beautiful. No! But we keep something ahead. It's called the joy that was set before you. May a great joy be set before you as well. I said may a great joy be set before you as well. And may that joy keep you through the bad times, through the good times, through the ugly times. Until eventually you hear well done. Well done. Congratulations, good and faithful servant. God bless you. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. And lift your two hands and just pray for yourself. Pray for yourself as we close. Pray for yourself as we close. Saladuma 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 Saladuma, alindo brima, zendia, kavlatosa, estemando lobosa, creminas abalian dalaba, renda tiki kamo ya. Father, we ask you
1: to grant us wisdom, to
0: know how to navigate through, how to make it through how to come out strong we thank you for your great blessing if you are here, you are not born again you want to say pastor please pray for me I want to give my life to Jesus Christ beautiful I'm going to pray for you just bow your heads lift your hands and pray with me say heavenly father thank you for the beautiful time In your word, I pray and I surrender my life to you. Please wash me. Please cleanse me. Please make me your child. I declare today that I am born again. I'm your child. I'm your child. I'm not going back to the world. I'll live for you. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God bless you. You may be seated. Beautiful. Beautiful. What a lovely evening.